profits. Is that did I need that? Okay. Uh, the TPM, you can go ahead and start. Okay, the time has come. It's eight o'clock. Uh, this is Chaim Bravender. Rosh Yeshiva, the Web Yeshiva, the Parsha is the Parsha of Amor, and we'd like to discuss some aspects of Svirata Omer, the counting that we're all involved with during this time between Pesach and Shavuot. So we take note first of the Psukim, the two relevant Psukim in the Parasha of Emor, in this week's Parasha. It's on the sheet. It's on your screen. Uh, the Torah demands that we count just that you shouldn't make a mistake. Rashi says, you see the Rashi? In other words, the second day of Pesach. The first day of Pesach is Yom Tov. And the second day of Pesach, we start counting. Now, of course, the question is, why did the Torah confuse us by calling that day Shabbat? Because Mocharata Shabbat sounds to me like it means the day after Shabbat. Now, I accept Rashi. Rashi says, no, no, it's the day after Yom Tov. That's where I've started to count Svirata Omer for my entire life. I have no reason to argue with Rashi. I just wonder why the Torah wanted to confuse us. Now, those of you who know a little bit of history, you know that this matter, that this matter, Mimoharata Shabbat, was a core celebra. And, and, and a lot of Jews who organized themselves in anti-traditional groups said no. You have to start counting from the day after Shabbat. Now, the Shabbat of Pesach varies. It's not the same every, every year because Pesach starts on the 15th of Nisan, and the 15th of Nisan can be one day, it can be another day. I mean, there's no way to know which day of the week there is the 15th day, right? The second thing it says, the pasuk, go back to the pasuk. Means from the day that you bring the new uh, the new wheat, the omer the omer atnufa, the omer atnufa that you you bring this korban of omer, which is a certain amount, and you wave it in the Beit Hamikdash. From the day you bring that korban, we know that there are certain dinim that are connected. We can eat chadash from that time in the Medina, outside of the Beit HaMikdash. Sheva Shabbatot Timimot Yana. You count seven, seven Shabbatot Timimot Yana. Rashi says, Milamei Shematchil Umoneh Miba Erev. Sheim Lokein Enan Timimot. So what does Timimot mean? What does remote mean? It means you start counting. You start counting at night. That's when you count. That's the best up, the optimal time to count, uh, to count the Sriyat And that's what we do, unless we forgot or something happens. There are all kinds of, all kinds of details. But that's what we actually do. We do. 
עד ממחרת השבת השביעית until day number 50, Shabbat HaShri'it, Tisperu Chamishim Yom, you have to count the 50th day, Vikraftem Mincha Chadashal Hashem, and you give me another korban, a mincha, which is a meal offering, of also of, of the, the new, uh, from the new wheat, Mincha Chadashal Hashem. So you have a mitzvah, the mitzvah is counting, and that counting brings together, according to the psukim, the, the korban that you bring on the second day of Pesach with the korban that you bring on the 50th day. Right? Both of them have to do with chadash, with the new wheat, which has to be uh, dis- determined and is mutar for everybody to eat after the first day of Pesach and can be brought as a korban in the Beit HaMikdash on the 50th day. The 50th day, Chagah Bikurim, the day that you bring the new meal offering in the Beit, in the Beit HaMikdash. So there are a couple of questions that you might ask. You say like, what is this counting for? Why do I have to count? I mean, what? What sort of mitzvah is it? And we're used to mitzvot that have meaning, that, that, that change our lives, that give us a reason to think in a particular way, in a particular direction. Now, why are we counting? Why are we counting? I know we kind of, we lose track of these kind of questions. We, we prefer to think, did I do it right? Did I do it wrong? Okay, I mean, I still think that asking the question, like why are we counting, might be, might be important. I mean, if I would know why we are counting, then uh, maybe, maybe uh, that would change me. I would be able to understand things better. That's one question. Why are we counting? But there's another question. If in fact we're supposed to count from the day after the Yontif of Pesach, the first day of Pesach, we had a Seder. We said Hallel. We said Hallel again. And we maybe said Hallel a third time, uh, depending on, on the Minhagin. Uh, and then we start Sfirat Omer, And we don't know why we started Sfirat Omer, but we do know that we start the day after Yom Tov. In spite of the fact that the Pasuk says, and even those who don't know Hebrew very well, I imagine that they think that they understand what Shabbat means. They're not such complicated words. The day after Shabbat. And no, Rashi said, it's not the day after Shabbat, it's the day after Yom Tov. And even though we are very clever, and we will have people who will prove without a doubt that Shabbat could be Yom Tov, but what's the reason for that confusion that a Kaddish placed upon us? Why do we need to be confused? Why do we need to be very clever to figure out that Shabbat could mean Yom Tov? And we know that this caused us difficulty over the years. That the Tztukim and the Baitusim, the, the, the kind of... Uh, 
the other side, the ones who disagreed with the Rabbanim, they said no. They said Mimochrat Shabbat means the day after the Shabbat of Pesach. That's what they said. And this was taken up by the Karaites. Karaites were a force at a certain period in history. They, they, they were even Karaites who sort of uh, exist a little bit in, in Eretz Israel today. I'm not sure that, uh, that you've ever seen them or, or talked to them, but they exist. Not so with, uh, with very limited power and influence, but there was a time when they were powerful. There was a time they were powerful. So these two questions really bother me. Like, why do I have to count? And uh, I know, you know, when you count, everybody's worried about the, the way you count, the words that you say. I mean, all of these are legitimate and correct, but they are a distraction from the question that I'm asking, which is, why count? Why does carbon A have something to do with carbon B? In order to, in order to, uh, to understand the next problem that has to do with Sviyata Omer, I have to tell you a little bit about the calendar that we use. The calendar that we use came to be after the period of the Tanaim which doesn't mean to say that there was no calendar before, that nobody knew anything about calendars. It just means that when we, when we think of the finished product calendar, we think of a time after the Tanaim, after Rabbi Yehuda Hanasi, his grandson, Rabbi Yehuda Nisiyah, he had something to do. He had something to do with making, making a calendar. Now, in this calendar, when, when the Chachamim made this calendar, they decided to do something remarkable. They decided to make, to make uh, Chagabikurim, the holiday that we celebrate after, at, on the 50th day, right? They celebrate, they decided to make that holiday into Zman Matan Toratenu. Zman Matan Now, how'd they do that? Well, they said, they said that um, when you count 50 days, we just have to make sure that that 50th day is the sixth day of Sivan. Because the sixth day of Sivan was the day of Matan I mean, that also is a Machlokas in the Gemara. But, okay, let's say it is. Let's say it is. Right? Again. The sixth day of Sivan, the sixth day of Sivan is the day of Matan Torah. And the Chachamim made sure when they made the calendar that the sixth day of Sivan would always come out on the 50th day of Svirata Omer. Always. Now, this is not such an easy thing to do. Not such an easy thing to do because you know that between Pesach and Shavuot, 
there are twice the two Rosh Chodesh, Iyar and Sivar. And you know that on Rosh Chodesh, that Rosh Chodesh could either be today or could be tomorrow. It was, it depends when the witnesses come. There is no, originally in the original kind of idea, Rosh Chodesh was a movable feast. It could be a day more, a day later. That means that every year, every year it had to be different. It wouldn't come out, Svav Sivan, wouldn't come out easily on the day of the 50th day. Wouldn't, it wouldn't happen. So the Chachamim made an arbitrary calendar and kind of ignored the real Rosh Chodesh. And they made this calendar so that it would always happen that that the 50th day after Rosh Chodesh, after Chag HaPesach, would always be Vav Sivan, and they created a holiday called Shavuot. We call it Shavuot. But when we say, when we mention it in the Tefillah or in Kiddush, we say, Zman Matan Torateinu. It's the time of the giving of the Torah. So you see that the time of the giving of the Torah, the time of the giving of the Torah was a creation. It was a creation from the time of the Tanoim that somehow before that time, I mean, there was no Zman Matan Torah, there was only Chagah Bikurim. There was only Chagah Bikurim. Now let's look at the, at the Rambam and the Guide to the Perplexed. I mean, assuming that you have more or less understood this business about the calendar, I mean, I just want, I want you to understand the calendar is, repeats itself. I mean, even though we get a new calendar, like every year, this is the Manashevitz would send you a calendar. But uh, in Israel, we get it from other organizations. You get a calendar every year, so I don't think about it too much. But you know that the calendar is actually preset. I could get, that's why I could put a calendar in my, uh, in my phone and it'll go forever, right? It only, because there are only uh, 28 or so variations and they repeat themselves. They repeat themselves. Here is the Rambam. The Guide to the Perplexed, Part 3, Chapter 43. Uh, the precepts of the eighth class are Right, say it in the Lord. So the Rambam, you know, in the in the Guide to the Perplexed, undertook to explain all of the halachot, why you have them and what they do for you. And here he is. He says the Feast of Weeks on the third line. Feast of Weeks, that Shavuot, is the anniversary of the revelation on Mount Sinai. 
is the anniversary of the revelation of Mount Sinai. What does the Rambam say? That Shavuot is about Matan Torah. He doesn't say, the Torah doesn't say it's about Matan Torah. He says that's what it is. It's the anniversary of the revelation on Mount, uh, uh, on Mount Sinai. In order to raise the importance of this day, in order to make sure everybody understands that Matan Torah was an important moment. In order that everybody should understand that Matan Torah was something that you have to think about. In order to raise the importance of this day, we count the days that pass since the preceding festival, just as one who expects the most intimate friend on a certain day, counts the days and even the hours. This is the reason why we count the days that pass since the offering of the Omer. Between the anniversary of a departure from Egypt and the anniversary of the law giving, the latter was the aim and object of the exodus from Egypt, the latter, the receiving the Torah. I mean, we didn't just leave Mitzrayim because uh, it was an ecological problem. We left Mitzrayim to get the Torah. And thus God said, I brought you unto myself. That's what happened. They left Mitzrayim and they came to God as that great, Revelation took place only on one day, so we keep its anniversary only one day. That one day is Shavuot, but we call Shavuot. But if the eating of unleavened bread on Passover were commanded for one day, we should not have noticed it, and its object would not have been manifest. For it frequently happens that we take the same kind of food for two or three days. But by our continuing for a whole period of seven days to eat unleavened bread, its object becomes clear and evident. So the Rambam says that there's a holiday, and that holiday is called Shavuot. And that holiday is about Matan Torah. And why do we count 50 days before we come to that holiday? Because it was important. It's we designate how important it is. We, we, uh, we teach ourselves and those that we are uh, uh, involved with how important that day is. How important that day is. But the, I, I asked the Ramam, but it's not, it's not, that's not the case. There was a different holiday in the Torah. That's the holiday of Bikurim, the holiday of the bread you brought to the 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 uh, the uh, korban mincha that you brought on on the second day of Pesach, and the korban shteilechem that you brought on Shavuot. What is the Rambam talking about? What praise the rabbi talking about? One more piece of information I think is important. Here the Shulchan Aruch. Aruch Hayim Uchot Pesach Sumitav Peites. The Shulchan Aruch says, Belel Sheini Achar Tfilat Aravit. 
On the second day, after when we dive in Mara, first we dive in Mara, that's our minhag. We dive, that's what the Shulchan Aruch says, we count, right, the first day of the Omer, after Marif. Vim shachach lispor b'tchilat ha'laylav, you forgot to do it at the beginning of the night. Olech v'sofer kol ha'laylav, he can count all, all night. I mean, he should count at the beginning of the night, but he can count all night long if he forgot. Umitzvah. There's a mitzvah to count. You have to stand up, important things. You stand for important things. And you count v'tchilat halayla. V'sofer ha'yamim v'shavuot. The Shulchan Aruch goes on to... to uh, to count, show you how you count and what you count and what you say. This is the Shulchan Aruch on Svirat Omer. Now the Ber Halacha, in the Ber Halacha, that's uh, uh, the Chavetz Chaim's commentary, one of the three commentaries that he wrote on the Shulchan Aruch. So uh, he says this, Lispora Omer, he says, Rambam Right, remember the Rambam wrote a big book of Halacha, called Mishneh Torah, and the Chinuch was a kind of a commentary on the Sefer Mitzvot that the Rambam wrote, so the, the Rambam and the Chinuch usually agree with each other. Imagine that, that the Rambam says, the Rambam says that Tzriyat Omer is a mitzvah min ha-Torah. Now just think of what that means. Of Achein Datatur, but he, he quotes other sources with Shulchan Aruch, become a poskim, Shena Bizman Azeh Elezecher Lamikdash. Today you count Sriyata Omer remembering the Beit Amikdash. Shekrivu Omer. They brought a korban called the Korban HaOmer on the second day of Pesach. Vechein Hu Sugyata Poskim Bisiman Zeh. Achein be'emet, Rambam gamkein lav yechida ahu. The Rambam does not stand alone v'dato. Shegam dat Rabenu Yeshaya kein. He quotes others who agree with the Rambam. Who ayoyim b'shibole alechet reish simon reish la medalit ve'akenu gamkein dat Rabbinyamin sham ayin sham. So this is the this is the. Uh, the Mishtabura, who is justifying the Rambam by teaching us that there are others who had the same opinion. It wasn't like the Rambam is some kind of renegade idea, but it's it's a real idea. So I say, okay, I have a lot of respect for all of the people that the Mishtabura mentions here. It mentions a lot of people. I agree. It's a, it's 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 uh, impressive, but what does it mean? What do you mean? The Torah says specifically you count the fifty days from korban A to korban B. Now there's no Beit Hamikdash, 
and there's no carbon A, there's no carbon B, we don't do any of it as the Torah said that we should do, all we could do is a zecher. We, we have the memory of it. We could still do it. We could be very careful about the way we do it, but one would think that the Shulchan Aruch and others are correct when they say that it's not Doraita. The Doraita, uh, uh, the Doraita matter demands, demands that there's a Beit HaMikdash, that there are Korbanot, that we count in order to get from point A to point B. And there's some kind of reason for that. The Beshtabur points out several other interesting ideas. Okay. So, so as we're focusing on the Rambam. The Rambam said, and he said in the Mori Nebuchim, that the mitzvah of Shavuot, of Matan Torah, is the explanation. It's fine. It is an explanation. And the Rambam also said that it's all Midoraita. How could he say that? What did he think? What did the Rambam think? So there's a pasuk in Bivarim. Before we saw the pasuk in Emor, Emor, our parasha, right? Maybe we should look at it again. Shouldn't look at it again. Svartim lachemi mocharata Shabbat. I think now it's like clearer. My questions are also clearer. Miyom haviachemet omra tnufa korban a sheva Shabbatot. To me, Moti, and a forty-nine days, Ad me Mocharata Shabbat Shviit until the seven weeks are completed. Tis Peru Hamishim Yom, you count for well forty-nine, and the fiftieth day you get for free. It's the day after the forty-nine. Vikraftem Minchachad Hashem, and you bring another korban. That's what it says. So the problem that we have is why count. So the Rambam says, well, you can't because it's important. Well, what's so important? What's well, important because it's the day of Matan Torah. Well, here the Pasuk doesn't say it's the day of Matan Torah. It says the day of bringing a Korban. So it would seem that the Shulchan Aruch was right that the Shulchan Aruch says that. That it's only Midrabbana today. It's only a remembrance of what we do it because we can. Not because we're accomplishing what the Torah asks us to do. We can't accomplish that. So I ask one more question. One more question that I think is of importance. How, how, how come? How come? I hope the Torah tells us that every year, every year we should celebrate Yitziat Mitzrayim and Yidah Matzah. Every year, again and again, and that was a big deal. And the Torah tells us we should sit in a sukkah every year. Big deal. God protected us. We sat the sukkah. 
Well, how come the Torah doesn't tell us to celebrate Matan Torah? I mean, that was a big deal. He could argue that it was a bigger deal. As we saw, the reason for Yitziat Mitzrayim was to get the Torah. So why, why didn't the Torah designate a day? Why didn't the Torah designate a day for Matan Torah? Why did we have to wait thousand years until the Chachamim came along and said, oh, Count Sviata Omer, that's something to do with Matan Torah. And so this idea, this idea that Matan Torah is, is the purpose, is, is a pasuk. God said to Moshe Rabbeinu, you see it here. Just one second. Shmot perikimol pasuk yud bet. Vayomer ki yeimach. Don't you have to doubt Moshe Rabbeinu that you'll be able to accomplish this. Vizelecha od ki anochi shelach ticha otziacha et ha'amim mitzrayim. Otziacha et ha'amim mitzrayim. You'll take them out of mitzrayim, and that's how you will know that you're successful. And then. That's the purpose. You'll serve God on this. Not The purpose is not to get them out of Mitzrayim, but there's a highly higher purpose. And that higher purpose is Ta'avdun et ha'elokim al ha'har ha'zeh. Ta'avdun et ha'elokim al That's what you came coming out of Mitzrayim about. That's the whole point. So why don't we have a holiday for Matan Torah? Why do we have that holiday? Why does it have to be snuck in somehow? What 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 is that? So I want to point out first the pasuk in Varim at the top of the sheet. It says, When the, the, the wheat starts growing, it's standing. What is this pasuk about? You look at it and tell me. Again, we'll read it again. Shiva Shavuot. There's a pasuk in the Torah. It's not for my fault. 
It's right, it's right, right there. Shiva Shavuot is Polach. Count seven days, seven weeks, we know from Pesach until Shavuot. Meachel Chermesh Bakama Tachel Lispos Shiva Shavuot. From the beginning, when you know Pesach, count the seven weeks. And then at the end of the seven weeks, you do Chag HaShavuot. Well, what is Chag HaShavuot? I mean, it doesn't say. It's like, it's like an empty Pasuk. It has words, but we don't know what it is talking about. When the, when the wheat grows, when the standing, why am I counting Shiva Shavuot? Pasuk Yud, Pasuk Yud, What is that? What is the Chaga Shavuot, the holiday that is based on the counting of the weeks? What is that? So I think I think the Torah gave us another holiday, a holiday called Shavuot, and said to us, us, not me or even the people here, but said to those who for whom it was relevant that in the holiday discussed in the parasha of emor which is the holiday of bikurim the holiday of beit hamikdash the holiday of a korban to a korban the omer korban to the shteyalechem korban the holiday of pesach to shavuot and the counting of the 50 days from one to the other there is another holiday. There's another holiday here in the pasuk in the pasuk in Perik Tzadik Pasuk Tet. There's a holiday. Starts of Shiva Shavuot is Polecha, and then Vasita Chag. It says it. Shavuot Lashem Elokecha. What's the point? What is the Chag about? What is the Chag about? Well, it's about what the Chachamim are going to discover. Right? Life is full of discoveries. But if we agree, as the Ramban said, maybe the Ramban, the Rabbeinu Bechaya, they said that, you know why there's no holiday for Zman Matan Toratenu? Because we're always in Zman Matan Toratenu. And when is it? Where is that always? Well, when they built the Mishkan, it was in the Mishkan. The Ramban proves that the Mishkan in the desert had a lot of elements of Matan Torah in it, besides the fact that a Baruch Hu came down and taught Moshe Rabbeinu the Torah, which he then taught to Bnei Yisrael. 
so that this was going on every single day. And hidden in that Mishkan is the Aaron Kodesh with the Luchot, which was brought down from HaKadosh Baruch Hu by, HaKadosh, by Moshe Rabbeinu from HaKadosh Baruch Hu to B'nai Yisrael. That's how it was. That's how it was. And that morphed with difficulty, but without a doubt, into the Beit HaMikdash. In the Beit HaMikdash, there was also a Kodesh Kodeshim. And in the Kodesh Kodeshim, there was an Aaron Kodesh. And in the Aaron Kodesh, there was they were Luchot, and the Luchot were from Sinai. They were the exemplar of Matan Torah every day. But when the Churban took place, Churban Beit HaMikdash, the second temple was destroyed. This idea that we live within the context of Matan Torah, it ceased to exist. We didn't have the Beit HaMikdash. So the Chachamim looked around and they said, it's in the Torah. The Torah tells us what to do. Shiva Shavuot is lecha, Shiva Shavuot is lecha, Vasita Chag Shavuot lecha. You have to create the holiday that is left in these in this pasuk and that holiday is was called zman matantaratenu and so the rambam is justified i don't know if that's what the rambam meant but the idea in the rambam the idea that it's that counting is the oraita in spite of the fact that we have no beta migdash in spite of the fact that there's no korban omer and no korban shtei alechem. These korban don't exist. But the Rambam says counting is midoraita because here's the pasuk. It's right there. The pasuk is right there. And once the Beit HaMikdash was destroyed and the Beit HaMikdash no longer existed, that to be some other way of designating, of designating the day, the day on which the Torah was given. And that's in this pasuk. That's in this pasuk. I mean, you could say, as the others say, that Shiva Shavuot is just a repeat of what went on in the parsha, in our parsha of Vayikra. But I don't think, I don't think that, that's, that that is the case. And that change, that change, the idea that you needed a special holiday of uh, of Matan Torah, that affected the fact that the word, the words Mimocharat HaShabbat, Mimocharat HaShabbat had to mean, had to mean, make sure the 50th day is Shavuot, is Yom Matan Torah Tenu, the day that the Torah, that the Torah was given. I don't know if the word Shabbat in that pasuk always meant Yom Tov or meant Yom Tov only after the calendar was established. But we can understand that either is possible. It's possible. But we know why it is that there had to be, that the Mimokharat Shabbat had to be 
the first day of Pesach, because that was the only way that the other holiday could could be established. The other holiday being the holiday of Matan Torah. So you see, I mean, if this assessment is correct, if this assessment is correct, and you see that the the Torah Shabbatav. Even the Torah, there are other hints of this matter in other parts of the Torah, but here you see that the Torah contains an option, contains an option for a different time. It couldn't be from the beginning, because from the beginning we had the Mishkan, we had the Mishkan, and we had the Beit HaMikdash, and we were, we were involved in the day of Matan Torah, which could be every day. But there's a pasuk that says that there's a time that'll come when you'll have to use this pasuk in order to create a holiday because the Beit Hamikdash will no longer be the source of that kind of that kind of strength. Have a good Shabbos. All the best. Shabbat shalom. Good luck,